0: Welcome back to Real Phonies, where we take a love for movies and television and combine it with very little knowledge about movies and television. I'm your host, Christian. Joined with me, as always, are my co-hosts, Joseph. Yellow. Yeah, and Jay Hugh. It's episode two hundred, y'all. Yay! Yay! What are we doing, Joseph? Uh, so we thought we'd do something a little different
1: for, for two hundred, even though now that we've been off for a couple weeks and it's the middle of late fall, almost winter. There's actually quite a lot of shit we could be doing instead, but instead, yeah, yeah, <laughs> we're gonna do a, a, a little round of overrated, underrated uh, on on just kind of movies, TV. Shit that we usually talk about. So,
0: for our 200th episode, we're sharing our opinions on what's overrated and underrated. That's correct. Okay, I feel like that's all this podcast has been <laughs> since its inception. So appropriate, I guess. In, for- in
1: many ways, but now it's yeah. now it's free form. We're not tied to uh, not that we've ever been tied to anything, but you know, <laughs> not even loosely tethered to uh, the times or whatever. I hip. feel
2: like we've been tied to failure. Oh, that's know, good, yeah. that's uh-huh. something we've been tied to. It's probably
1: true. I feel like I got better answers for movies and directors. For other things, so we'll start with that. We'll start with. Uh, let's start with the heavy hitters.
0: <laughs> okay, overrated movie. Yep, I'm going low ball here. Easy answer. Forrest Gump.
1: See, well, look, I, I had this for for uh, a later thing. So <laughs> okay. we're gonna we're gonna take it off off the docket. But explain that a little bit.
0: So I think there are attributes of Forrest Gump that are deserving of the love it has. Like right. I think if you're Nostalgic at all for any decade between the 1960s and the 1990s. And those historical events, I get it. Right. I don't think the plot is really exists at all. It's just taking force from one historical event to another. Right. The, so, like, structure of film-wise, I don't feel like there's a lot to dissect. I don't think Tom Hanks' performance is as good as everyone makes it out <laughs> to be. <laughs> Um, it came out in, you know, like one of the best like eras of movies ever, like that 94 to 96 range where things were just fucking hitting. Just clicking. Yeah. And, um, I don't really get why it was the one that rose to like the cream of the crop. Uh huh. I think Robin Wright's good, but like Ginny is kind of the part that we forget about. It's just like the lines of dialogue for says to Ginny. Also, could you make that movie today?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, look, no.
0: Oh, you 100% could not.
1: So, uh, so I, I, I'm glad you brought it up, because I'm, I'm torn on this one myself. Not that I think it's underrated by any stretch, but i like... No, I say overrated. No, I know. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm aware. Uh, you know, because it's, it's a lot of people, you know, we used to work at the theater, and mm. like, the last question on our standard yeah, sheet yeah. was, what's your favorite movie? And about, like, over 60% was Forrest Gump.
2: I, it's high.
1: Yeah, it, it's, it's at least over 50 um, and it, I mean, I get it. Like, it's a, it's a broad appeal movie. It, it's it's pretty digestible. It's pretty fun. And and to your point, Christian, there's a part of me that feels like it is kind of a nice little condensed, easy to to consume way to view all these historical yeah, events and yeah. whatever. Uh, you know, kind of the downside is it's through a very specific window with a very specific vent And yeah, Jenny gets completely fucked in this movie, both as just like the general woman character and also kind of the like. Uh, representation of liberalism yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying
0: yeah I think I do think I part of it's staying power has been if you were at least five years old when it started airing on TBS <laughs> that at some point it's just become you've watched it four times a year yeah. every year for 25 years now
2: I don't think you're like, wrong yeah listen guys I am never gonna vote against a movie where a hot lady, particularly a hot lady from a soap opera, gives a mentally challenged guy a hand job. <laughs> sexy is a sexy does. Uh, uh, you know, I think this movie has really schlocky emotional wits. But they get me. I get choked up almost any time I watch this movie. Uh, on the other hand, it's hard to vote for any movie that uses the song "Running on Empty" to denote anything but cocaine use. That is the best cocaine anthem ever. Your your overrated is why I'm I'm going to support you doing this is overrated because it's very similar to the overrated I'm going to pick. But that it was absolutely the wrong movie to win the oscar that mm-hmm. pulp fiction should have kicked its ass the oscars are bullshit
0: <laughs> the only thing i will end on is saving grace you are talked about songs um jenny about to jump out a window rocking a free bird that's crap. that scene kicks that, ass yeah, that
2: that is that's <laughs> yeah that's one of my favorite scenes in any movie i love that shit
0: so yeah forrest gump overrated
2: i love it well,
1: you you seem like you had a good segue into yours. Dances with Wolves. <laughs> oh,
2: like fuck, the yes. white savior. See, white here, savior here's my here's time. my
1: question though. I, I, this is this is something I, I meant to talk about up top. Is I I definitely want to like come. I I, I don't think I'm doing a good job with the list that I've come up with. Right. But my in my heart I want to come into this with like a kill your darlings kind of right. thing. You know, mm. like. And and my thing is is Dances with Wolves. Still overrated at this
2: point. That, that's true. People don't really care as much about it as yeah. they did. But at one point, it was just like the fucking. I movie. mean, for sure, it was, when it came out, <laughs> it was the three-hour epic of movies. But for like two years, and then Braveheart gets it hits, and then everybody kind of forgets it. But, uh-huh. uh, but yeah, I, I I'll just always hold a grudge in against it because it won an Oscar, and uh, and Goodfellas didn't. That's fair. You know, I mean, like, that was, a, that, was a, that was a pretty young age for me to realize, hey, the Oscars are bullshit. You should, <laughs> you should believe in it a few more years than I do.
0: I also, I think with Dances with Wolves, I have a positive and a negative. The pro is, it seems less, I don't know, just kind of fucking annoying after Avatar, like right. Avatar, you were like, "Fuck, I've already seen this movie." It was Dances with Wolves, right, right. Uh, and that kind of like helps Dances with Wolves case, I guess, a little bit. The negative is like, are we sure Kevin Costner was ever good, or was he good one time? <laughs> was it one time, and we've just let the rest of it pass?
2: I, I will tell you this: there is no situation where he's going to agree to not be handsome. Yeah, like you know, like he the, he wasn't changing that fucking late eighties, early nineties hair for that. For Robin Hood, for nothing. He was he was keeping those blonde tips.
0: It's a fucking killer mustache in that movie. Oh yeah, totally.
2: Uh,
1: well, look, I think that's a great answer, but I feel like there's a corollary question. So you've taken the you know what I feel like is a relatively safe pick. I'm gonna I'm gonna take us the next step in and say, what about Last Samurai?
0: Mmm.
2: <laughs> I, I mean, the thing is. You're right, <laughs> but <laughs> God damn, Ken Washnabi is so fucking cool in that movie, and Tom Cruise's hair is so fucking cool. It's great. And, I mean, Tom, you know, I was just complaining that, you know, uh, Kevin Costner's hair is too pretty. Tom Cruise's hair is pretty, but it still looks like he's not trying to be pretty. Uh-huh. You know? It looks like he's trying to look burnt out, so I don't know. You know, agree and disagree. Yeah.
0: It's <laughs> a very valid question. But it's certainly the thing that I will go to my tombstone on, like, you put it like, I will get wrong until the day I die, is no matter how wrong that movie is, I will always defend it. That's,
2: like, that's kind of like, yeah.
1: where
0: I'm at with it, too. You could tell me it's toxic bullshit, and you may be right. I th- but I think, fuck you. I don't care. I, th- I think you're right. I
1: just, <laughs> I don't care. I love that movie.
2: You know, I, you know, th- this might be a topic for a, a whole podcast, but sometimes toxic uh, bullshit means well and has the right influence. Yeah. You know, I'd say I'd say dances with wolves was like that on me when I saw it. And I was like fucking 17 or whatever. I fucking loved it. I was like it broadened my horizons. And like two years later, I was like, oh, this is fucking dumb. Yeah, but, but you, you would, know,
0: probably wouldn't have got there without Dances exactly, with Wolves. Exactly, I wouldn't yeah. have
2: got there without.
0: I mean, look, I
1: think that would be a good episode for a podcast, just not <laughs> this one. <podcast.
2: laughs>
1: oh, good stuff. Yeah. All
0: right, Joseph.
1: Look, I, I mine I don't think is going to be super shocking, because at least to you guys, because we've definitely talked about it. And I don't know if this one is still as beloved as it was when it came out, but Gladiator... oh yeah you hate that movie i'm 100 i just i like uh, you know you talk about we talked about forrest gump being a really high percentage of people's favorite Mm -hmm. movie i mean it's definitely not the same but i i know people my age you know at at least Mm -hmm. a a handful of them like their absolute favorite movie is fucking gladiator and i'm like why i just i don't get what's so appealing about it i mean it was a critical darling it won a bunch of oscars right and I like it just it's a dumb action movie and and, uh, and fucking Russell Crowe is fine in
2: it. You know, like everybody's OK in it. <laughs> well, it's almost like like those two that we were just talking about. Dances with Wolves and the Last Samurai in that I think if it hits you in the right time of your life, it seems deep. Yeah, I mean, but it doesn't have any like like those two okay. at least are, are trying to say something positive. Whereas yeah, this is just a. Hey, I'm a badass, and I won in the end by dying.
1: Yeah, I, I, I guess it was like the Renaissance of the sword sandals thing. I right. guess.
0: Yeah,
2: but like, I'd rather watch fucking Troy than. <laughs> I'm not in anyway saying I didn't enjoy watching that movie. Yeah. I wa- enjoyed watching that movie, but almost from the first second, I was like, "Why do people think this is so great? Yeah, it's no. just, it's just a fucking movie."
0: Yeah. So my, again, pro and con here of Gladiator. I think while I realize Joaquin Phoenix existed before this movie, mm-hmm. the Joaquin we have now is because of this movie. Right. And, and that's a cod. <laughs> I will never forgive it for that reason. <laughs>
2: like, yeah, he was he was an actor before this and after this, he was an actor. Yeah.
0: yeah. The pro is that Hans Zimmer score is fucking it's awesome. Good.
2: Yeah, it's fair. I agree with that.
0: Uh Really, every score that came after is just Hans Zimmer stealing from himself from Gladiator. Right. Like, if you listen to Pirates of the Caribbean, every theme in that movie is already in
1: there. There Gladiator. is a, a, like a very recognizable riff, like one of the like the main theme of Pirates of the Caribbean that's in The Rock
0: with, yeah. <laughs> with right.
1: Nick Cage, and that shit cracks me up when I'm watching that like '96 movie <laughs> with Sean Connery, and then it's like, I was like, what? Hang on a second.
0: Yeah. No, I hate Gladiator. I haven't watched it in years. <laughs> All right, underrated? Underrated. All right, listen, I'm on record of already talking about this as, I think, a hidden gem of the audience that people did not show up to see, and people will not give it a chance, but fucking Speed Racer.
2: Oh, man. <laughs> You totally have my back there, <laughs> and somewhere you have Landers Fraser.
0: Yeah, Elander's also. I, loved wish, it. I wish
1: I had written down my guesses for what you guys did. <laughs> I knew one of you was going to do Speed Racer.
0: Uh, I think this movie is a freaking masterpiece. <laughs> 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 I think it is top ten all time. Um, There's and, a fucking monkey in it. <laughs> yeah, and he's fucking great. It's the best on screen monkey ever.
2: See. It, it's it's all intonation because i'm like there's a fucking monkey <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: That's all I yeah
0: uh everything about it is great because it knows exactly what it's supposed to be and it does not it's not shy of that it right. just embraces this is a zany 70s cartoon from japan and we're just gonna make that but with people in it and uh I think it's a blast. 32. I think the cars are cool. The special effects are kind of iffy, but like that doesn't. Again, I will watch 1970s episodes of Doctor Who. I don't. <laughs> right. compl- I don't complain about special effects. Um, and I think the cast is good. Um, the kid is Sprocket. The monkey could be annoying. Uh huh. They're not annoying to me though. Me neither. Um, I love everything about this. Movie. I just hate meal Bealehurst. Christina Ricci is hot to It. Yeah, you know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mine, I'm not going to talk about... I'm not going to justify it at all because I have talked about it extensively on two separate podcasts of ours. but it would be off-brand if I did not say Spider-Man 3. Okay, Mm, yeah, yeah. it would be.
1: Yeah, Uh, I I will say, back to the Speed Racer for a second, I do feel like if Wachowskis could make that same movie right now with the exact same budget, I feel like those effects would have come off better than they did. (laughs) I feel like the cheapness for relatively good-looking yeah, effects yeah, 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 has changed yeah. over the last
0: five or six years. I, see,
2: I think the thing with the effects in that movie, though, is that I like them because I don't want that to reflect a real world.
0: It's supposed to look cartoon. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it is. So, like, it, it's like Spy Kids plus an extra, like, five million bucks. Right. And I think that is probably the appropriate budget for uh-huh. the movie. I wish we had gotten more. And fucking Matthew Fox... Dude, he (laughs) thought his career was going to take off, and it didn't.
2: But, like, for me, the scene that sells that movie to it, because I'm like, I can remember, I'm enjoying this, but is it good? It's long as fuck, too. But the scene where he tells the story of his journey, I was like, oh, this movie's exactly what it intends
0: to be. Racer X. Mm Mm-hmm.
2: So is is uh, Spider Man three your official answer? Spider Man three my official answer, and there are two full podcasts about that. <laughs> about you say, do not. I do If don't you f- want to hear my opinions
1: on this, I don't go feel back. like
2: we need to dispute you on right. it.
1: I will say, having rewatched it not that long ago, mm-hmm. it's it's more cohesive than I remember it being. Like there, it, there's definitely a lot jammed in there, but like each of the three villains has their own like build
0: up, climax, and
1: like cool down. Right. You know? over the course of one movie right. which is pretty impressive right
0: i hope your answer is x-men origins and if <laughs> it's not then you're a fucking liar well look
1: so the real answer to to, to hertz point is uh, you know, uh, the, of something that I've also talked about on many a many a podcast is fucking Constantine. Uh, oh, yeah. That's that's in my in my deep heart I of hearts. To, like, three
0: episodes ago, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent.
1: I talk about it all the fucking time. It's it, you know, hopefully, general perception changes when it comes back in the new one. But you know, well, fucking think, until then, I still think it's. I think the world is catching up with you on. Uh, yeah, no, you for know, sure. Obviously,
2: since it's getting a uh, it's, it's
1: still not not. As appreciated as it should be, right. but 100% my second one was X Men Origins Wolverine.
2: Uh,
1: I like I don't get the fucking hate for this movie. I uh, I know it came after some like you know like X one X two X three Fuck you guys. Um,
0: no one's arguing because
1: it was right after those ones, right? It wasn't. It was before like First Class. Yes. And stuff. yes. Yeah. 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 No. I, I mean, look, I know First Class is fucking good, but I would rank fucking X Men Origins over at least oh, three other X Men movies. It is. It is better than Apocalypse. It is better than Dark. I mean, you're Phoenix. not wrong. I like, know. You it.
0: start listing them out. You're yeah, right. You're right. fine. There's yeah. there's a
1: one very bad effect shot of of Patrick Stewart. Well, that also of, of of Wolverine like playing with his claws in a mirror. But otherwise, that movie's fucking flawless. I have no <laughs> notes. So
2: definitely like the the his claws coming out scene in that uh-huh. looks like when you watch a DVD extra and they show you the effects oh, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, well, it's like it doesn't even line up with his hand like he moves his wrist and the claws like right. move afterwards like it's bad
1: I mean like Hugh Jackman's great. I think all his of, hair's great in all it.
0: Of, what is that team? What are they supposed to be? It's not oh. weapon X It's <laughs> kind of like their own version of X-Force, but they yeah, don't, like yeah. call them that
1: well, yeah Well, you know the, the, the whole X-Force team is pretty like fun. It's a good mix of people It's a good mix of character actors. <laughs> it's got fucking Charlie from lost yeah. for no reason <laughs> Leave Schreiber is a way better saber tooth, way more interesting. Yeah, uh, fucking Will I am as a teleporter, and then <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, uh, Leave Schreiber grabs him by the backbone and makes a, a joke about his
2: spine. It's good shit. I don't know what the hate is on. It. I also, mean, we wouldn't have had Ryan Reynolds Deadpool without this I w- movie. I was about to say of the of the branch off of X Men after the original three, it's actually turned out to be the most profitable of the three. Yeah, because I mean, it you would not have had. Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool, A, and B, Ryan Reynolds' ability to make jokes as, about Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool <laughs> in that movie, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, definitely the big mark I will give it. I definitely do not love this movie like <laughs> you do. But Leave Shriver just wants so bad for it to be a good movie that yeah, yeah. I want to give it a pass.
0: I hate this movie. Um, I don't really have much positive to say. Uh, I don't like... And here's the thing like it's not even the things that other people hate that I hate. Like for example, you know, the Deadpool not never wearing a mask and they sew his mouth shut, like whatever, I don't fucking oh, yeah. give a shit about that. That's fine. Or um Taylor Kitsch's Gambit. I think Taylor Kitsch is totally fine as Gambit. I
2: think Taylor Kitsch is actually good as Gambit. I uh, would have gone for a Gambit movie with him.
0: Um I just don't think like it's it's weird to me. One, I don't think the movie makes a lot of sense. Two, like especially because it's it's so closely after X two, where X two kind of tells the Wolverine origin story better yeah, than yeah. that movie does. Also, why do we do it like four times on screen? There's I don't know. like several. It's, it's Batman's uh, parents in yeah, the Marvel like, universe. But it's just one guy. It's not yeah. like we're rebooting <laughs> X Men. Uh, but the other problem I have is that like. X Men was a successful franchise at that time, film franchise, yeah. and he was the star. Why did that movie have such like a low budget? Like
2: <laughs> I don't I know, have, I have
0: no idea. Right, Kevin Durant as the Blob is fun. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, I just think it's it could be forgotten in history.
2: What did you say his name was?
0: Isn't it Kevin Durant? Isn't it? not Kevin Durant? Kevin. <laughs> Kevin D something Kevin Durant <laughs> like, I, I don't know what his name was Kevin but I'm doing it. Yeah I was like, I'm Kevin, pretty sure it's not yeah, Kevin Durant <laughs> it's. Also there's a great shot
1: where like after the big climactic scene on uh, Three Mile Island where it seems like it's the end of the movie and it's literally. Uh, His name is Kevin Durant. Is it?
0: Oh, Durand. Duranda. Duranda. Oh, okay. It ends with a D, not a T. <laughs> okay. I wonder if it ended with a T, and then like Kevin Durant came along. He's like, "Well, fuck it, I gotta change." That this. would be pre- pretty great. <laughs> that, that's the retcon in my head. I
1: love it. Uh, there's a great shot at the end of this movie, at the end of the climax, where Wolverine's theoretically like walking into the sunset, and like. Mid frame, like it's like a mid uh, uh distance shot, and just like in in the forefront of the frame, a little gun comes into view, like it's a first person shooter, <laughs> and shoots him in the head. It's great shit. I don't understand the hate on this movie. Yeah. Uh,
0: we're doing actor, whatever or we want to do, fucking Any- director, uh, Which, whichever one you got a good one for. Oh, my director one's controversial. Uh huh. Christopher Nolan. I knew it was coming. <laughs> yeah i I almost said Quentin Tarantino. Hmm. My arguments are the same for both, which is that all the accolades they've ever been given, they absolutely deserve. But they have major flaws in their filmmaking that the hardcore fans of these two directors just do not want to acknowledge. Mm -hmm. And I went with Christopher Nolan because I forgive it on Quentin Tarantino. I'm more in that guy's camp. I can't forgive Chris Nolan which is for example this the first couple movies this guy made were like non-linear stories like you know Memento even um, The Perception like he just wasn't telling one story straight through besides maybe Batman begins. Right. right. I knew what you meant, but
1: you said the perception. And I just love the idea of uh, like, whatever. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm like, a uh, what's the, what's that B movie studio just doing like their Netflix version <laughs> right. of Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey.
0: The perception. The, uh, oh, oh man, there used to be a good transformers one. I can't remember. It's nine 30 in the morning. Yeah.
1: Yeah. for
2: sure.
0: Uh, I
2: think it was change <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Something like that.
0: Yeah. I remember seeing the blu-ray like in Best Buy and just could not believe they got away from with it. Um, he he does not edit his movies well. Like, his movies don't... They jump scenes really bad. Like, I feel like I'm a underrated Dark Knight Rises. I uh. think people shit on that movie harder than... Right. But there are bits in that movie that make literally no fucking sense. Where, like, he's like will show up and ask where a character was, and in the last scene, he was just talking to that fucking character. And I just think <laughs> things are kind of out of order, and we didn't notice it at the beginning because it fit the stories he was telling. Right. But now that he's made a few like more linear stories in a row, I think it's exposed a little bit. I think that's why movies like Interstellar are kind of hard for the general audience to grasp because one, they're complex, but two, like, I don't think they really, like, scenes line up as well as they probably should of a director of his caliber. I will say, like, well, I think probably one of my favorite Nolan movies is probably the most linear, which is Dunkirk. Yeah, then you're Even though you're jumping around from groups and there's not, like, a singular plot you gravitate to there, I feel like if we're gonna tout him as one of the best, we can't ignore the issues. Yeah. And I think they're there.
2: I don't know if mine is controversial or not. I think it's something that I don't. Yeah, I don't know if he's he if he really is overrated or not. But I'm actually I'm gonna give this I'm gonna give this a tie to two people because it's both for the same reason. Robert Robert Zemeckis and uh, my God, why can't I think of his name? Terminator. What's
0: James Cameron? James Cameron. Mm, James Cameron's a good one.
2: Because I, I think and both of those are guys who've directed movies I absolutely fucking love. Uh-huh. But at some point. There was a switch that went off in their brain, and they both think the same way, which is if you sat them down at a table and said, on my left here, I have a script for an action movie that would make $11 billion uh-huh. and everyone would love. On my left, I or my right, I have a script here that you would have to invent a camera that works <laughs> in lava. They're going to pick that second one. They uh-huh. don't really... They don't really care about quality of store anymore. It's just about technological developments. And, you know, that's how you get shit like Avatar, which don't, wrong, I'll, I'm going to watch Avatar 2. Uh-huh. I, I mean, it's, a, it's going to be a spectacle, but I don't know if it'll be a good movie or or shit like the Polar Express, which is just horrifying. So, <laughs> you know, I, I'm giving it to both of those guys. Fair enough. What, what has Robert
0: Zemeckis done in the, last, like, the last, recent years? The he last- did Pinocchio, the new one. Oh that's yeah, his that's late, right. That's his oh, okay. Movie, yeah.
2: The last thing I remember watching of his was that tightrope movie, which was again oh, yeah, just about yeah, yeah, yeah. I figured out how I can film this and make it look cool. Yeah. Not yeah. About is this a compelling story?
0: <laughs> I think my issue with James Cameron. James Cameron's never made a movie that I did not enjoy. Right. But he's got a high floor, but a really low ceiling.
2: Right.
0: Like I mean. The guy made Aliens, right? And right. that movie kicks so much ass. Right. And, uh, you know, the first couple Terminator movies. like, But are they, like, just groundbreaking cinema? Uh-huh. Right. No. Even, and you maybe can make an argument for Titanic and Avatar, but to your point, it's because of what he was able to accomplish. Right. Totally. Totally. Yeah. I think it's a good option.
1: Yeah, no, that is a good option.
0: I don't I don't have a higher opinion of Zemeckis at all. So. Right.
1: I can't think of it. Wait. Wait. Who did Who did Forrest Gump? Robert Zemeckis. That's yeah. what I thought. Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you
2: know, Back to the Future 1's a banger. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, that's a good point. That's, uh, that's true. A, that's, yeah. your, that's your whole identity yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's true. Wannabe Marty McFly? If you could take uh, Ghostbusters and Back to the Future and match them together, every decision I've ever made in my life is based <laughs> off of it. So that's, that's a fair a point. Way to go. I can't decide if I have... I actually don't have a great
1: one for either uh, an over or underrated director, and I can't decide if my feelings are getting in the way of my overrated director choice, but it's a very recent... I'm going fucking Taika Waititi. (laughs) He gets credit for the original What We Do in the Shadows, which he co-did with uh, Jemaine Clement, who both wrote and co-directed it. Right. Uh, He does not do the show... Uh, right, you know, I, I look. Jojo Rabbit is a movie made for fucking me. Like, I love the shit out of it, I mean, <laughs> but I don't like either of the Thor movies that he's done. And I, th- I think like he's fine. Like, there are things that he's good at. He obviously like gets kind of like the conversational comedy dialogue. But I don't feel like he's our burgeoning next generation right. genius yeah. Yeah. that I feel like he's touted as. And I've also just been annoyed with him as a person, not <laughs> you know behind the camera, right? Uh, recently, so. Taiku Atiti.
0: I think it's a good answer. I will say I struggled with trying not to have recency bias on my answers. Like when yeah. we were talking about doing this, everything I wanted to say it was, was the research. ISA. Yeah. Me. Um. I, my underrated is one we've we've talked about on this podcast before, and I I'm going to say him. You're going to be like that guy's not underrated, but just hear me out. Danny Boyle. Yeah. I. Uh, Danny. I,
2: I can get on board with that.
0: Uh, Danny Boyle <laughs> should be, in my opinion. Like, when Danny Boy wanted to do James Bond, MGM should have thrown all the fucking money <laughs> at Shit. him ever. Done whatever he wanted to do. Would have been the best James Bond movie ever made. Right. Like, I just don't get why that guy is not on the same level when we talk about, like, Fincher or Tarantino. or
2: I. You know, I almost think my generation's love of James Bond comes from Danny Boyle. Comes from Spotting, mm-hmm. Comes from Sick Boy talking about mm-hmm. Connery. But go ahead.
0: No, that's it. My other option was Alex Garland. Yeah, I, love, I, everything, I love everything feel, I was going I don't feel like done. he's
1: underrated at this point.
0: He doesn't make a movie every year, which is what needs to
2: happen. Uh huh. I had a hard time with this one, so I, I, I'm going to go with an easy, short answer: the most successful director of all time, George Lucas. Okay, <laughs> George Lucas, I think always it's but become, Red Tails, <laughs> right? Like. He gets this sort of rap of Star Wars is successful in spite of him. Mm-hmm. You know, and I just don't think that's true. It came from his brain. This, you know, uh, even the visual stuff he didn't come up with, he was the guy who made that pick. You know, he was the guy who said, okay, this is the thing that I'm going to use as opposed to this thing. Mm. Uh, you know, I, I I think he gets a bad rap because he's... Uh, sort of unlikable
0: <laughs> you know
2: he, he I, I he's just, a mumbly know-it-all sure i i <laughs> i
1: think it's just he's not like he's definitely not like a public i mean he is forced to be a public figure but right like he doesn't he doesn't care about like getting in front of people getting it, like he just does the shit that he wants to do right uh and he just doesn't want anybody to to bug him about it right. which they will because he's george lucas <laughs> right
0: I don't know. It's hard for me to agree or disagree. I get all of your points, but like at the same time, outside of Star Wars, I don't really know. I mean, like,
1: also, how many Star Wars movies did he
2: actually direct?
0: He directed four.
2: Yeah. Well, I would go with five because three he really directed. You know, well, Return um, um, of the you Jedi. Know, um, Jedi yeah. he really directed.
0: Because it was that music director guy, right? We, we, yeah, it was some, like, French guy. Yeah, I can't it remember It was basically,
2: name. like, you know, the, in the same way that Steven Spielberg really directed Pulitzer Guys, he really directed yeah, the, the Three. You know, I mean, what always throws him a wrench is that the best one wasn't directed by him. Empire yeah. Wasn't
0: yeah. Him. Irvin Kirshner. I think yeah. my problem is, like, I don't have, like, I've watched American Graffiti. I don't have any affiliation for it. Red Tails was terrible. <laughs> uh, See,
2: I... Uh, see, I thought you kind of liked it. I kind of like Red <laughs> Tails. I'm not saying it's a great movie, but the the part of it that George Lucas cared about, the yeah. dog fights. look
0: nice. I will give George Lucas this. It was stupid that it took us so long to get a movie made about those guys. Right. And I realized that was like a passion project for him and right. things like that. But yeah, I just don't, I mean, okay, respect. <laughs> okay. I don't have
1: a good one for, for underrated director. I have, I have something I want to talk about in kind of our quick round, which I think we're going to go to after this. Sure. Uh, but I've, I've wanted to save it for, for everybody. You know, I don't know. Since I, since I passed on Constantine, I was going to give it to the guy who directed Constantine. Give him more stuff. Is that Francis Lawrence? Yeah. yeah. But that dude directed The Hunger Games. I was like, well, yeah. you know, he kind of had his chance. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know if he's underrated. Look, Catching Fire is a good movie. But then there's two after that, and those are bad. And, and the first one's not great. There's
2: really just the well, one no, in he, the middle. He, he,
1: only, yeah, was about to say, he only did two,
0: three, part one and two. Okay. So, Catching Fire is the best book and the best movie. Mm-hmm. It was the easiest one to get right.
1: What if they only made that one? <laughs> then, I mean,
2: if, it is the one. Because I remember watching the first one and thinking, this is just about to clone its of teenagers looking sad. I don't give a shit about this. Yeah. And then the second one, I was like, oh, now I see why people dig yeah. this. And then I was like, no, I don't.
0: Yeah. all right lightning round lightning round most overrated show all time friends
2: friends i would not argue with that
1: at all (laughs) i was gonna go for underrated just because the the youtube algorithm has been feeding them to me all the time recently modern family and and big bang theory you know i hate big bang theory but modern family is great i fucking i get it i but i just feel like our generation feels like we're above them at least we do (laughs) i do
0: I'm definitely a bug. Yeah, 100%. And then
1: I, like, I watch clips like, these people, like, the, the actors are good. Like, everybody in there is, is pretty well cast except for the, the fucking boy kid in Modern Family. He's awful. But everybody else, like, they've got good comedic timing. They have good delivery. Yeah. I was like, oh, you know, maybe these shows aren't as bad. Maybe I'm just being shitty about this. I think they're underrated by our community specifically, but
0: not by the world because they're very commercially successful.
1: Right. Anyway, uh, lightning round. I, i'm starting movies and just doing re- weird oh, and we're
0: telling you overrated or are you telling it you, you're giving us a category I, I, and name no, and I'm, answer. I'm just hitting
1: you a, th- a thing and just telling me overrated underrated okay shawshank redemption
0: overrated knew it this is a freebie
2: a uh, correctly rated uh, that's also an option <laughs> i'm saying <laughs> overrated uh the
1: godfather
0: uh oh that's tough um i'm gonna say underrated
2: I, I better every time I watch it. Underrated, even though it's probably the most. There's
0: a person at this table who's never watched it. I wonder who it could be. <laughs> yeah, we'll do him in. I was going to do it as a whole, but let's do him in order.
1: Batman Begins.
0: I think a, uh, I think appropriately
1: rated.
2: I would go with appropriately related
1: on that. I think it might be a little overrated. It got a little hyped at the time. And as we've established, it's it's not like... it's. N- I don't even think it's in canon it's with a, the other it's two. It's not a great... Exactly.
2: <laughs> it's, it's almost unrelated. Of, yeah. of the three, it's the most just a movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Dark Knight. Overrated. That's hard for me to call. Because there's things in that movie that I think are so dumb. Yeah. That, why is What's with the Commissioner Gordon fake death? Yeah. It serves no purpose except for, oh, well, something like this kind of happened in The Godfather. I mean, I think that's literally the call of the uh-huh. I'm going to go with correctly rated on that.
1: I'm actually also going to go with correctly rated on this one. It's a, it's a really fun movie. Uh, good, good, like, experience, even right. with the dumb bits. Uh, and then, yeah, The Dark Knight Rises. Underrated. Underrated. Uh, also underrated.
2: Uh,
0: the Thor movies, in any particular order that you want. Fucking worst movies ever made. <laughs> Overrated. They're all trash. <laughs>
2: Uh, underrated Underrated? Ooh. Thor 2? It's not as bad as Everybody <laughs> makes it out to be Correctly rated Overrated
1: I actually, uh, I'm going to change the Thor to the Dark World to also probably what, Did you say appropriately rated or underrated? I said a little underrated I'm going to say Just appropriately rated I think, it's,
2: I think it's the one that everybody picks It has to be the, there's got to be a worst one So they've picked that one. I mean, it is the worst one. (laughs) But I mean, of all the Marvel movies, it's not the worst one of all the Marvel
0: movies. (laughs) I think it is. I think it is. You put Christopher Eccleston in a fucking mask. That man is so handsome. Get the doctor out of that bullshit.
2: I do agree. That was a waste of a good character and a good actor. Yeah. Oh, Handsome is such a
0: a specific word to use for that guy. I think he has a very distinct look. He
2: does have that. (laughs) He's got, like, Daniel Craig handsome. I I guess so.
0: Looks like he's been in a fight. But he survived. Right, he exactly. All right.
1: Uh,
2: Michael Bay.
0: Underrated.
2: I think underrated up until Armageddon,
0: then overrated. I think people shit on Michael Bay because he's the creed of movie directors. Uh-huh. And, <laughs> That's and a, he's a great this, way you, to put your, it. He is the affliction shirt. Yeah. Of, of your movie. critiques are totally valid, but at some point in time you thought. I kind of want one of those. And that's the Joe Michael Bay movies. You Sometimes you watch one and you're like, fuck, I had fun. But you don't tell anybody about it. It's like buying a Nickelback CD. You don't let people know. <laughs> you just enjoy it.
2: I mean, it definitely is. A lot of the anti-Michael Bay is anti the guy who likes Michael Bay. Yeah. yeah. You know.
1: Pain I, I, and Gain is a fun fucking movie. I was going to say, I agree. I think he's underrated. I think he's he's good at the kind of movie that he makes. He knows what he wants even, to make. Exactly. Even if you don't like it. And yeah, Pain and Gain a, a great movie. Uh, we already did Chris Nolan. <laughs> Quentin Tarantino.
0: I'm gonna say he's. I can say he's overrated, but I still love him. Like I, I think the general. I think he gets passes that ain't nobody else gonna get away with. So.
2: Oh, I'm gonna go with correctly rated.
0: Yeah, I, I'm actually also gonna be. I feel
1: like all the people that. Should, I, should love him, maybe love him too much, and all the people that should love him more won't, and that's all okay. I think it balances That's, that's out. a fair point.
2: I think there's things early in his career that are overrated and things late in his career that are underrated, and they kind of balance. Sure, that. sure, sure.
0: Yeah, that's a good point.
2: Uh, <laughs> we've kind of done this one already, but the Wachowskis.
0: Fucking underrated. <laughs> I'm going with underrated, too. The Wachowskis make great movies. Yeah. Fucking Matrix 3 is good. I don't even care what you fucking <laughs> people say.
2: That is always whenever i i tell someone i do a podcast and they ask what what's an episode you recommend i always recommend that it makes it three i don't know if it's good i'm just i'm just <laughs> proud of our opinions. <laughs> look uh, I, this is this is
1: a bait one i knew you guys were gonna do that i think they're overrated because they've only made one good movie it is a cornerstone of american cinema but you know <laughs> whatever uh leonardo dicaprio
0: i'm gonna say appropriately rated i'm going overrated
2: I'm going with a little underrated
0: ooh I think, I think he should have won more Oscars
2: yeah I think he what the the Oscar he won was he for, went, for the wrong movie. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. he it should have won for Wolf of Wall Street yeah he should have got it for Wolf of Wall
0: Street yeah oh that movie alone like mm. that guy deserves all the accolades yeah uh Christian Bale. Fucking overrated. <laughs> Definitely
1: overrated. <laughs> also overrated.
0: There, there's
2: fat guys out there that could do the work he does without <laughs> eating all those products.
1: Yeah. Oh, what a hero. He eats a bunch of ice cream. Fuck <laughs>
0: <Exactly>. you. <Yeah. laughs> has he ever actually acted, or has he just lost and gained weight? Like, yeah. That's the real question. <laughs> right. uh, Meryl Streep. Fucking underrated.
2: Uh, also underrated. Dudes just don't get her. But my, okay. my feminine side... From watching all those soaps. It connects
1: to... It's one of those things where everybody, like, just kind of default says that she's, like, the greatest living actress. Right. She doesn't win the awards, but it's just kind of, like, an unspoken... I mean, often spoken thing. Uh... But she fucking likes she's good at everything. She's yeah. never not been good at anything. you it. never
0: watched a Meryl Street movie, man. like, man, Meryl just didn't have it this I, time. Yeah, I know. Every right? time you're like, she fucking what, nails it.
2: What's that dumb rafting movie she made?
0: I don't even know what you're talking about. I don't know about. About She that.
2: she made uh, God, I hope I'm not making this up. I <laughs> swear in the mid 90s, she made an action movie about rafting. Alright. Sounds like a blast. It's, <laughs>
1: <laughs> this this one came up during our conversation, or I added this one because of the base of our conversation. Tom Hanks.
2: Overrated. I'm definitely going with. I'm going with overrated. But God, do I miss Tom Hanks, the comedic actor. Yeah. God, do I miss Big Bachelor Party, of uh, Tom Hanks. But that guy's never coming back. Yeah, well, yeah. even
0: even in like movies, he got tons of you know praise for it. Even in Castaway, there's a lot of jokes. Like mm-hmm. he uses humor as a way to kind of like deal with his circumstance. I made fire. Mm-hmm. Like that. Where is that guy? Right. Right. I feel like if Tom Hanks had just
1: stopped. Middle of the two thousands, he would be like—I mean, he still will be—but you know, be like remembered as one of the greatest actors of our time. But the more he does, the more like, oh,
2: it's just Tom Hanks. But what? if he would have stopped, we wouldn't have the "I'm the Captain" now meme. <laughs> that that it's is true. That's true. It's, it's true. An, an indispensable part of the internet. Yeah.
0: Toy Story Four is really great. Yeah. Uh, Jamie Fox. Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> underrated. Underrated. I'm
2: going with underrated, just as a person. He seems like whenever you watch him be interviewed and uh-huh. shit like that, he seems like a really cool fucking dude.
1: He's also like he's good in, in everything that I've yeah. seen yeah. him in. I don't understand. Like it seems like he should have been a bigger star than like, he, he is, is
0: a big star. But yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, feel everybody, like everybody be more. Yeah,
1: everybody knows who he is, but like he just doesn't get cast as like
2: the lead and stuff. He's the best thing in Baby Driver. Uh, a thing, uh, movie with John Hamm and the molester Kevin Spacey. That's true. Who, despite what he does with his penis, was a great actor uh-huh. at one
0: point. Yeah, I mean, the guy we've already talked about already, Tom Cruise, like, Collateral was one of my favorite movies of, like, that whole fucking decade. Right. And they're both so yeah. good in it. Yeah, Jamie Foxx underrated. Uh, Nick Cage.
2: Oh, you know Ooh. I'm going underrated this. <laughs> I think Nick Cage is the best ever. Uh-huh. I think even Nick Cage, he, even when he's in shit, yeah. he picks shit that, I'm going to do something fun with it. And it may not be fun to me, but you could tell it was fun to him. I'm,
1: I'm so torn because I don't know how much acting he does, but he does a lot of
2: committing. Right. You know? Does that make sense? Right. <laughs> 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 uh, have you guys ever listened to that uh, that story that Seth Rogen tells about uh-uh. him? Uh, him, he was supposed to be the villain in Green Hornet, mm. and he wanted to play him as a white Jamaican with like, <laughs> with like dreads and and you know like doing the accent and just you know full on racist. And uh and that sounds awful, but it also sounds like it would have been the most interesting thing for, about for that sure. Kid.
0: I I'm gonna go underrated just because it gave me my favorite episode of Community. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Abed goes full Nick Cage. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, and and then just some some going to the movies questions. Popcorn at the movies. Overrated. Overrated.
2: <laughs> oh man, I, I I'm a white trash butterhog. Underrated. <laughs> Candy at the movies.
0: Underrated. Also underrated. <laughs> We're the same version. <laughs> These are for yeah, me. I'll, I'll go with underrated on that yeah. too. I love some gummies at the theater. Yeah, fucking some sour patch kids. Like, I,
1: good shit. I'm with.
2: a Reese's Pieces first.
1: Person. Yeah, Reese's that, Pieces. That yeah <laughs>
2: like... ET marketing is still working
1: on me to this day. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, and then going to the movies by yourself. Underrated. I I I've,
2: I've had some truly great experiences watching movies
0: by myself. Yeah. It
1: it's so wild to me that there is like there's still a stigma about this. I mean like uh uh Val still feels like oh, you went by yourself? like, yeah. <laughs> it was really a great. Grand
0: old time.
1: I, uh, it, it definitely depends on, like, if I had seen Black Adam alone the other day, I would have walked out. I would have fucking walked furious. out.
2: I, I gotta say, I also think sometimes seeing a comedy alone can be better because sometimes anticipating whether or not the person mm. beside you is enjoying it yeah. can make you not feel the joke. Sure. Like, I can remember seeing The Goods, yeah. a movie by no standard is good but laughing my ass off just probably because i was by myself the scene where real Ferrell's falling from the sky with all the dildos around him uh-huh. that shit killed me
0: <laughs> i watched fantastic four 2015 <laughs> by myself and i think i had a much better experience <laughs> than everybody else because i thought i had a grand old time in that theater it was
1: good stuff i can, still can't remember what one, one of these days I don't want to just like time capsule my guess for when we're going to get stretchy effects down. But it's like, again, it's it's not this decade. <laughs> we're not there yet. I'm not sure it's going to be next decade. Maybe. Anyway, that's that's over under. Anything else you guys wanted to hit while we're here? Um, No. No. This one went out
0: long. <laughs> <laughs> no regrets. Hashtag no regrets. We'll oh, fucking where the Millers? Underrated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Nobody asked, but I love it. Yeah. yeah.
1: All right, well, that's, that's uh, over under our 200th episode. Thanks to everybody for, for making it this far, if you have. I don't you know. Also, if you, this is your first one, I hope this was fun. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, just three people you don't know talking about their opinions. I guess that's all podcast. That's all we do. Yeah, I guess that's, that's all, all podcast industry. First yeah, yeah. So fair enough. Uh, yeah. So that's uh, over
2: under. What uh, What have we been watching the last? However long it's Dude, been, guys? It's
0: been like a month. I don't remember anything I watched.
2: I thought we had done what the what the clickbait articles is calling quiet quitting. <laughs> yeah, I know. I
0: quiet quitting. <laughs> <laughs> um, I watched Black Adam, which I will not talk about till Hurt sees it. Okay. Shit, guys, I really don't. Oh, I started Chainsaw Man. I enjoy it. Yeah, it's it's both like funny and kind of heartwarming and also disgusting all at the same time. Yep. And I li- I like all those things. Those o- are fun beats. Op's a banger. Yeah, yeah. I really don't remember anything. My wife and I are watching a um, this like mixologist bartending competition show on Netflix. Uh, I hate reality TV, but she loves it. So this is the one way she gets me is watching like off-brand singing competitions where there's no singing right and uh yeah netflix should have an option where you could pay like 300 dollars and they just ship me all the alcohol and i could drink it as i watch the show because they make some really cool shit <laughs> and i would like to have it and so that experience better than transformers love it
2: uh on reality TV, this is not one of the things I, I was been talking about. But you know, right, put I don't mic- like it. put that microphone. Uh, your I mind. don't like it. Sarah doesn't usually like it, but she's gotten into some show called Flip or Flop.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, it's been out for a long time. It's been
2: out for a long time, like ten fucking seasons. And she started watching it around me last night, and I wasn't digging it at all. I just hated the couple. And then she said, "Oh, later on, the couple gets divorced, and then they." Yeah, and then, and they, they still work together. And I was like, well, let's skip to that because <laughs> that I'm interested in. But anyways, um, OK, two things I, I, I watched. that I'm going to rag on uh, one of them. I'm going to try to do spoiler free because I kind of want people to watch it, even though I'm going to rag on it. And the other one, I'm just going to say everything that happened in it because nobody needs to watch it. Uh, first one. Don't worry, darling. What did you guys think this movie was?
0: Yeah, I thought it was kind of like a strange cult that lives in the desert in an idyllic 50s society. See,
2: going into it, I literally just thought it was about a 50s housewife suffering in quiet desperation. I thought it was like a sci-fi thing. Oh. Uh, so um, so <laughs> well, um, now I'm more intrigued. Yeah. Uh Man, the thing is, okay, I'm going to do the positives of this first. Florence Pugh is fucking great in this. Uh, Chris Pine is so fucking great in this. He just oozes menace. (laughs) Uh, Fucking Harry Styles is not nearly as bad as everybody's saying. Everybody's complaining about he can't stick to his accent. He's not fucking doing an accent. He's playing a British guy in this. I don't know what fucking anyone's talking about. I'm not saying he's going to win an Oscar anytime soon, but he has a symmetrical face and he remembers his lines. That's what <laughs> fucking acting is. That is what a movie star um, is. You know, um, uh, Olivia Wilde. Olivia Wilde, she makes a great looking movie. It. She, the the costumes and the, the, the overall set, it has this slightly oversaturated look to it i think she does a good job with that stuff if you told me tomorrow that olivia wilde's gonna gonna direct the next bond movie i'd be like shit she'll be good at that where this movie fails is it thinks that it's so much smarter than Mm -hmm. it is like it it thinks it's presenting something original that's gonna blow your mind and it's Everything you've watched in the last couple of years, so that is another good point. That it does, it sort of takes you on the same journey in two hours that most shows these take days take five seasons. So I will applaud that. But it just two minutes in, I had figured out everything going <laughs> on with this, and it just it's so heavy handed, but doesn't think it's heavy handed. Mm. You know, like, like it's just hitting you over the fucking head with shit but hey we're real subtle and they're fucking not. Mm. I think I really do think everyone should watch it though so you could find your own reasons to be disappointed. <laughs> but but I don't think it's I don't think it's good.
1: See I I feel like this falls into a category of movie that I like to describe as movies that are better on mute. In in, in the sense that it sounds like it looks good, but the plot really underserves the visuals. And so if you watched it on mute, your brain would fill
2: in a better story for whatever they ended up writing. The plot definitely underserves everybody involved Uh in this movie. I, I don't really... I don't know how everybody got roped into making this. I do think after watching it, that all this drama that's come up about it afterwards is all performance art to promote the movie. Yeah. It fits very into mm. the narrative of this movie.
0: Mm. So, Sounds um, like they should have just kept Shia LaBeouf. I think he would have done a great I, job yeah, at that.
2: I, I, I'm going with better than Transformers, Oh even shit. though it's
0: worse than Transformers.
2: Wow, all right, fair enough. Um, uh, the other one I watched, Halloween Kills. Were you furious? <laughs>
0: A lot of people are mad. I wouldn't
2: go with Furious. The thing is, it is a better movie than the last one was. But it's not a good movie for the.
0: It being the end of the Halloween.
2: Like the, the final battle between Laurie Strode and Michael Myers is a subplot in this movie. Yeah. Like it's about this other guy that you feel like they're sitting up, oh, he's going to be the new Michael Myers, and they make him very sympathetic and then make you really turn on him, which, you know, is good. And then they just fucking kill him. And then it's like, well, why did we spend this whole movie on that fucking dude and Laurie Strode's methed-out daughter who was kind of hot in the first two movies, but, man, she's had a rough life since then. She has discovered what the kids call drugs. <laughs> uh, but, uh... I don't know, man. I Here's here's my idea for Halloween going forward. Let's just reboot it every fucking time. Mm. Every single new one is Because every time they reboot, it's pretty good. You know, the first one, of course, is a classic. H2O, which, you know, uh, is rebooting in that it ignores uh, 4, 5, and 6, is pretty good. Rob Zombie Halloween, pretty good. Uh... The 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 most recent Halloween, the first of these three, pretty good. It's just when they continue to go forward, it immediately gets shitty.
0: Here's my pitch. What? You only make sequels to Seasons of the Witch.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's a good plan, too. Yeah, totally. So, I, this one's worse than Transformers and worse than Transformers. You don't need to see it. it, it they, of course. They, uh, they, this one... That uh, Man, that first one back was good. They should have just stopped with that.
0: Can I ask your opinion? Because I think I'm on the wrong side of this. I put myself there. Do you think it was a good idea to ignore Halloween 2 and make Laurie and Michael not related?
2: Definitely not. For that first movie, yes. For building this trilogy, absolutely not. It would have made so much more sense... This whole thing, if they if they were part
0: of the same, I'm game. a Halloween Two apologist. I think Halloween
2: Two is good. Yeah, yeah
0: I think making them brother and sister is the right call. Right, I I agree with that. Yeah.
2: Again, I think it felt right with the first one, but overall, it turned out to be wrong decision. Yeah, cool. That's
1: all I, got. I love it. uh So I am a uh no. Notori- are you going to say words? Or are you just going to no, make no? I'm going to make so. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Well, you, you got me on a tangent that i probably not going to stay on this podcast, uh, but I don't like Fred Armisen as a as a anything. No, he's terrible. I just, I just I hate everything about his whole
2: well, shtick. Okay, do you guys hate him specifically as drummers, though?
0: I hate him because he made an entire stand-up routine based around knowing drummers that no one besides, like well-trained drummers even know. <laughs> right. And right. he gets in there and tells a joke. He's like, I'm this guy from the 1940s. And he's like, and you're like, fuck you. No one knows who that guy is, it, guy. It very much is just an hour of watching someone not connect with the audience. Yeah. <laughs> it, is,
2: it is such a weird experience.
0: And it's not like Norm MacDonald who would do that and that would be the joke. That would
2: be the joke, right. It wasn't like performance yeah. art. It yeah. was, he thought it was going to connect.
1: Yeah, terrible. Anyway, he's got a recurring character on uh, Weekend Update from back in the day where it, it's just... This guy, I think he's supposed to do book reviews, but right. he does what I do every time I try to start a sentence, which is, well, you know, the thing about, well, I, you know, really, <laughs> right. what I should start with is, but first we have to talk about, and it goes on with that again for three minutes, and it's, I don't know if it was funny to me at the time, but now I feel attacked by it when, <laughs> I, when I see him do it, because I'm just right. like, that's me.
2: Right, right.
1: Uh, Anyway, the thing about me is I don't pay for fucking video games. I was way, I'm, I'm still way behind. I'm. I have a PS4 when right. everybody else is on a PS5. I don't pay more than fifteen dollars for a game. It's a fucking like I'm just a cheap piece of shit about it. Uh, but which is odd because you play so much.
2: Yeah, well, I play free shit so <laughs> much. I just bought a GameCube game. Look at you on, go on fucking on fucking eBay. So that's how far behind. this Hang on, on a second. What GameCube game? Uh, WWE Day of Reckoning <laughs> yes. Two. I love it.
1: Uh, Anyway, uh, so I've made an exception for the one game I think is worth it, which is God of War Ragnarok. Right on. The first God of War came out, I don't know how many years ago now, but, you know, it was was a complete reboot of the franchise. It was a a daddening of of Kratos. Right. uh, You know, very, like, father-son kind of father learning to be a parent and uh, all that kind of stuff. It's, it's, It's not dissimilar from Last of Us, which is kind of the same thing, but, you know, the... The gameplay is also super fun. It's set in Norse mythology. It's great, uh, but that first game pretty much does like all of the B tier Norse gods. You know, you right. you never meet Odin. You never meet Thor. Right. Um, it's 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 all just kind of like the the it's really like C and D like people you've never fucking heard of. Right. So it leads into this one, which is is where we get to meet kind of the A listers. Right. And it's uh the the game itself I think is really good uh, i've talked before about i 'm against open world games right uh, the first one is essentially there's one big like play around area and then like i don't know eight or nine like dungeons i don 't know how else to describe you know they're they're like specific worlds, but they're very like on tracks you know like you go in, you come out there's stuff you can do on the way, and that was a perfect size for me. I loved that uh but in this one they've decided to do that but every single dungeon has its own, like, play space, open space area, and that's too fucking big for me. <laughs> right. uh, so, you know, I bought this game on, on Wednesday, uh, and I've just been playing it, Fucking like, all, of my, uh, all, all the time I'm not doing something important, I'm playing this game, and I'm, right. I'm almost 30 hours in already. Um, but I don't know, I don't know if I'm, like, I think I'm over halfway, but I do not know how fucking close I am to the end. I've given up on side quests. I'm just, like, I need to find out how much game there is left. Right. I think the gameplay is really fun. I don't think it, like, does anything crazy new with it. Right. The most fun thing it does, and this is, a, I would say, a minor spoiler for the game, though it's not that much of a spoiler because it happens before the 50% mark, uh, is there's, like, a whole bit, uh, entire separation where it stops being, like, you know, uh, God of War in a, in a foreign land fighting shit and becomes just a young adult fantasy novel. <laughs> and it's it's outstanding. I'm so ma- I'm so mad it's not more of the game. I'm kind of mad it's not the whole game. Right. Uh, it's it's. I mean, it's just it's got all of just kind of like your standard archetypes. It just it feels like. I mean, I've never read the fucking Percy Jackson books, but I can't imagine they're as good as what it feels like to be in this. <laughs> but I mean, like yeah, I mean, it feels like Harry Potter going to Hogwarts for the first time, wow. and that's like you. It, it feels like you in those shoes. Uh, and it's really fucking fun. It, it's, I, I, it feels very much like, not an add-on, but, you know, like, this is a, a small branch of the story. And, you know, the kind of Kratos' stuff is kind of the bigger bit. But it's so, like, it's so different and it's so fun. And I've never, you know, I've played, like, some of the Harry Potter games. And I just don't feel like there's anything that's really captured kind of the feeling of, of kind of, like, getting brought into this magic right. world and being kind of the chosen one or mm-hmm, whatever. Right. Uh, and it does such a good job with it. I'm like, oh fuck, I wish this was the whole fucking game. Right? Uh, but yeah, that that shit's really fun. I uh, anyway, it's it's better than Transformers. It's not quite as good as people are saying it is, but right. it's, it's better than Transformers. Cool. Yeah, I talked about that for a long time, and I don't make any apologies. No, I don't <laughs> I have to uh but yeah i think that's it for for uh this week we can do anything we want next week there's fucking tales of the jedi there's black adam there's black panther we should probably do black panther
2: we should probably i, I was gonna say i feel like that since none of us brought up tales of the jedi this week obviously oh, we're gonna yeah. do another. Ed- should have done that yeah yeah black adam i mean black panther's probably hitting while the iron is heart yeah i'll try to see both this week maybe we can do a two for <laughs> we can do whatever yeah. we want
0: yeah, I'll try to make some time to see Black Panther. That's that's true. It's, it's always hard to talk
1: about. If Black Panther is good, it's hard to talk about a good movie. It's, right. yeah. it's easy yeah. to talk about a bad
0: movie. Hey. Spoiler uh. alert for Black Adam. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's not good. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. I, I, I'm i I'm not shocked. Yeah. You guys didn't blow my mind.
0: 15-year yeah. passion project to make that turd of a movie. Yeah. The right? <laughs> so Rock needs new passions.
1: Yeah, <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> uh but yeah that'll be it for for this week thanks for sticking around thanks for sticking around for uh you know however many of the 200 you've you've listened to feel free to listen to more feel free to tell your friends about the podcast if you like it uh i promise we won't take random three hiatuses anymore <laughs> i won't promise that. i won't promise that but we'll try
2: we'll try to keep it down to two
1: yeah two seems Two's more reasonable. manageable uh but yeah thanks again for for listening please raise subscribe tell your friends about the podcast tell us about what you feel about the podcast uh, you can reach us at realphonies at gmail.com You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, at real Phonies, on Instagram Real underscore phonies Thanks to Zach Evans for our and Brian Velasquez for our thing. We'll see you guys later Later, later.